the hip hop conversation going to hear explicit content during this broadcast please be advised well all right all right everybody what is the deal this is your boy money mob the hip-hop conversationalist the councilman of the streets we are back we are back on the tuesday night artist spotlight show big up to um my last week's guest here on the money mob report scholar johnson Running for New York State Senate Definitely big up to that young brother 19 years old Out here jumping into the political world And being that the times is going on So if everybody that's in the Long Island New York area Make sure you go out there and support this young brother You know, running for the first district here in Suffolk County Town of Brookhaven Um... Skylar Johnson So shout out to him out there on the forefront Out there on the rallies Protesting peacefully Ain't causing no problems So shout out to that young brother And You know shout out to everybody That's out there protesting peacefully I know America's in a crisis We got a lot going on Everybody is pointing fingers At everybody But the reality of it is Derek Chuvin did something very wrong. We all know that. All the politicians and, you know, the senators, the governors, the mayors of the various cities in America, you know, towns and communities, everybody just need to work together. Doesn't matter what your political party is. I understand that people have their own ideology about things people have their own philosophy have their own way everybody is pushing their own agenda their own narrative on various different things that are going on i know we need police reform and everybody say cops need to use better training i'm gonna say this i just think as i said it before i think law enforcement have way too much control to do whatever they want and and people want to say not all cops are bad that is true that is a very true statement but there are a lot of bad cops and just like everybody that's black we all ain't bad either and some of us we all have made mistakes in life that we can't get away from but at the same time you know Let's stop. Hold, let's start holding people accountable. Too much craziness going on in the world. But 
I'm a segue into something else. I got a dope guest for y'all tonight. Legendary DJ, producer, you know, Long Island native, Queens native, the legendary DJ Stitches. You know, DJ Stitches is is is, is known on the underground hip hop scene and music. Done work with various hip hop legends and artists and different people and different things that are going on. So we definitely gonna shine light on DJ Stitches out of Crime Dance, New York, one one seven nine eight. We gonna definitely chop it down with DJ Stitches and get some more background on him, shed some clarity on some things, and you know what I mean. We are gonna put some, you know, some hymns and haws to rest about, you know, his body of work and the things that he's done in this business, in the hip hop industry, in the hip hop business, and and shed light on people because that's what we do here on the Tuesday Night Artist Spotlight Show. We shed light on on those who've made an impact in hip-hop and who's, you know, put in some work in hip-hop. And and that's what the, that's what this is all about. So DJ Stitches, man, is definitely going to... It's tonight's guest. You know what I mean? The brother definitely, you know, got a name for himself. Been in the business. You know, been in the business. I don't know, over, over 20 years in the business. The brother has been around. So we definitely gonna chop it down with DJ Stitches and ask him why do they call him DJ Stitches. And we're gonna talk about his battle with legendary DJ of Groovy Chill, the hip hop group Groovy Chill out of Wine Dance, who DJ Bilal, who was in the house party movie with Kid and Play. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna talk with DJ Stitches on how that battle came about. Um, I seen the battle. I thought it was okay, you know. And I don't know DJ Bilal personally. I've only seen the man once in person, face to face. Other than that, I don't really know the brother all that well. But what what I will say is, you know, he was kind of awesome. You know, on some, on some bullshit. You know, I, I felt like he should have invited DJ Stitches into the live feed, so they can actually really, you know, duke this thing out, duke this, you know, duke this battle out, and and you know, show skills. But he didn't do that. You know, he did it to where, in my opinion, to where it worked for him. You know, and Stitches, he he was a good sport about it. You know, he didn't throw no shade. He gave it to the brother. Whatever, you know. So, um, and I commend those guys for battling. They're both legends in their own right in this business and in this game. So, none taken away from Bilal or DJ Stitches. And, you know, it, it was cool. It was dope for the culture. But I'm just going to say, in 2018, March 24th, 2018... Amityville Music Hall Rest in peace to DJ Face Off We do A DJ battle here in Long Island Handful of DJs showed up Nobody was ready to battle Shout out to DJ Chaos He did a demonstration Showed his skills 
And I know dudes wasn't ready for him with that turntable turntablism business. And people say, you know, people scratch too much and this and that. You know, I'm sure there are different type of battles, blend battles and who can rock the crowd better type of battles. DMC, they have they battle type of thing and all that other type of stuff. But I'm saying two 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 spring two two springs ago, nobody wanted to support it. And then I had cats jacking it that was at the battle thinking that they was gonna do something better than what me and DJ Faceoff did. And you know, but we'll talk about that when I see that individual. But what I'm saying is we put the platform in place and dudes ain't want to come out and battle. But now this COVID-19 thing happened. Now everybody want to battle. Everybody want to do virtual DJ battles on Instagram and Facebook and all this other shit, which is cool. It's fun, but it ain't like having that, having that head to head battle like they did in the movie juice you know what i mean that's battling that that's guys showing skills face to face not this internet fucking technology bullshit and half of y'all dudes out here is scared to battle i'm not a dj when I started out, I wanted to be a DJ, but I was learning on turntables and using vinyl. I didn't know nothing about a controller. So I left that part of the business alone. And we are gonna talk about that with the brother DJ Stitches. He will be calling in shortly. So we can talk that talk, that talk with the brother and we are gonna get him on the line and let him shared his story and give his opinion on the culture hip hop in battling and we 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 gonna we gonna get into it with the brother DJ Stitches man and let and set some clarity on some things out there because there's some things I feel a brother don't get no credit for which he should so we're gonna address a few things and we're gonna talk about this this brother's career Got a dope classic record that he did some cuts on, Mastermind by Tragedy Gaddafi, featuring Apathy and DJ Stitches. We're going to get into that during the commercial break, and hopefully we have DJ Stitches on the line. So we're going to go into the break, man. This is the song of the night, man, here on the Money Marv Report, Mastermind by Tragedy Gaddafi. Let's go. More lit. Spit like a semi, this shit I'm born with Keeping the torch lit, get off my balls Y'all more sick, look what it cost them Married the game and it divorced them And crossed them, used to be gold, now shit is porcelain I forced in, move like a boss The niggas dormant, that's how we on it Coincide, don't get along with The fake ass fraudulent dudes you on that song with Never that, calculate more Clever with raps, we the mastermind Highly inclined for more attacks Get the feedback straight from the streets, my niggas need that And feed the seeds, give them more space Where they can breathe at, no more
war crime once upon time wouldn't believe that my words from my heart of a g can say i bleed rap from 85 most live golden era we need that calico flow mocky we all believe that salute the general where he stand and where he be at this 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 this, this is street hop insane with the best flow Where all the bums and the roaches and the rats go to die You can find me writing rhymes, kicking raps at the sky Like I'm battling with God and the winner gets the job But I never follow rules, if I lose he getting robbed Lifting mics with my brain till my neck veins throb Ice grill like Ice Cube when he roll with the lynch mob Half is a beast, no I ain't just jacking for beats I jack it, whip and smoke your homie in the passenger seat Massacre, massive amounts of pastors I expose He's seeking missile shriek past bodies that I froze The flows arose like Jesus before he decomposed Out the cave for the pose and his flyer cease to close And I'm murderous with written like a surgical precision Versus I'm kicking with kill your personal assistant Trying to schedule a rebuttal Let the metal through the muzzle Through your skeleton and muscle Tell your men's to get a shovel Make amends and make it humble I'ma make the ground rumble Towns tumble, lava bubble and crumble The rock and rubble I'm escaping in a rocket and shuttle Cop the couple of glocks and a duffel of ox for the scuffle I'ma snuff you Snatch a watch, patch your pockets if possible I'm headed out of space where the oxygen's optional I'm truly Unstoppable when I'm rocking this fatal cricket and digital data could pass through optical cables. This, 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 this is street hop. Insane with the best flow Murderous This is street hop. Insane with the best flow Murderous mistake. Immortal rap titans. We 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 the tight tight titans in this game game game. Tight tight titans in this game. We are back from the commercial break. That was Mastermind by Tragedy Gaddafi, QB's finest, featuring Apathy and DJ Stitches. Dope record right there. That's a definitely a classic record right there. You can find that on all digital platforms and all that other good stuff. Um, yeah, got a lot of things happening. Got a lot of things happening. You know what I'm saying? We're going to give everybody a twofer this week. This week on the Money Marv Report. You know, we're going we, you know, to Tuesday. We got the Tuesday show tonight. Then Thursday, we got another show with another dope Long Island native, Scotty Mack. From the Dark Rain royalty family And all that other good stuff So we're gonna definitely um, Chop it down with With him And talk about his music career This Thursday night Waiting for the homie DJ Stitches to Call in And we can get him on the Money Marv Report hotline And we gonna talk that talk With the homie And we definitely gonna get it right We definitely gonna get it right And we gonna put some Put some light on the battle with him and DJ Bilal. You know, we're going to talk about the work he did with De La Soul in their earlier days. You know. Hold up a second. Hold up. Yo, yo. Welcome to the Money Marv Report. Peace. What's going on, man? How you doing? What? I'm good, my brother. Peace and love. King, how you? Everything good, man. 
Listen, y'all, we on the line, man, on the hotline right now with a Long Island hip-hop legend, man. No other than the legendary DJ Stitches himself. What's good, bro? How's everything? Peace, everybody out there. How's everything? I'm, I'm glad, you know, you, you used the word legend. I don't, I don't consider myself a legend, but I guess I, I, I cornerstoned a lot of stuff, and, and I guess I'm a, a piece of hip-hop at some point. Absolutely. You absolutely are, my brother. You know what I mean? I'm going to give you your flowers while you're here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I mean? You know, cause we—I don't believe in giving people they flowers when they go. We gotta give them, give them, get a legends they flowers while they here. No doubt, well appreciated, well appreciated. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, my guy, when did your musical journey actually begin in hip hop? <sighs> you know, or better yet, let everybody know where you from exactly. You know what I mean? Let everybody know where you from exactly. All right, well, I'm, I'm the honest. Originally, <clears throat> my family's from the Bronx. Well, from North Carolina, they moved to the Bronx. Stayed in the Bronx for a little while. Then I moved to South Jamaica, Queens. Okay, okay. Me and my, me, me, me and my cousin Blink, you know, we, 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 we watch, you know, hip-hop grow. You know, in our neighborhood, you know, watching Cypher Sounds, watching... You know, um, you know, Tom Brown is from our neighborhood, so music was just there. And, you know, uh, I played the trumpet. You know, I played the trumpet for a couple of years. And, and, you know, just music's in my family. You know, my sisters, you know, my brother, you know, we do music. Definitely, so, definitely. That's dope. That's started dope. there. So then from Queens in, like, ninth grade, ninth grade, I moved to Long Island. I initially, my family moved to Winding. So that's where I bump heads with, with Rock Kim and, you know, DJ Bilal, Chili Dog, my man Nate Tinsley. You know, we was in a band. They had a they had a marching band in, in wine dance that played up to date music. So, oh. you know, that, that interested me. You know, Rock Kim played the saxophone, I played the um <clears throat> trumpet, uh, Bilal played the drums, my man Nate played the drums. There's a whole bunch of us. I got you. It was so, a crew of y'all. It was a crew of y'all. I got it. There's a whole crew of us in that band that 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 did other things than music. Gotcha. But you know that that was very influential and and just the music that I I listened to. You know anything that my parents listened to, my my sisters. You know I'm the youngest of five, so I got to listen to everybody's everything. So mm. you know it just passed down and from. You know, I spent like a year out there, and then I moved to Amityville. So that's that's really my I claim Amityville as, as my home, North Amityville, definitely. And uh, that's where um, you know, just I met I met PA Mates, I met Vincent Mason. You know, we formed a little DJ crew called Mac Productions, Mason Charles, and um, you know, two a guy named Mike Mike Jalicore. And my man Rob Otero, <laughs> Rob Peace, if you hear me, I ain't <laughs> talked to him in years, but he introduced me to Mike Jollicor, and you know we used to hang out, play ball, you know, do what teenagers do. And he always used to tell me how his brother could rap. I was like, your brother can't rap. What are you talking about? So one day I go to his house, and he's like, Yo, Dave, come here, spit something for Charlie Rock. And he starts spitting. I was like, Yo. 
that that shit is actually dope. It's different, but it's dope. Now I got a, I got a ear for for good shit. Mm. So, you know, me and Dave start hanging out, and he tells me about his man Paz. You know, Merce. We all went to school together. You oh. know, but I ain't know that these dudes rap. Gotcha. So he start coming to my house. We start, you know. BSing around, so to speak. Yeah, doing what teenagers and, and, do. Yeah, regular, yeah, yeah, regular and, stuff. And, and we we formed the group De La Soul. You know, Mace is my partner, so of course he always down. You know, Dave and Merce, we start working on stuff. In the mix of that, Stetsasonic comes out with a record. Oh, Houston. Hold on Houston one second. Hold on one second. Before you st- before you go there, Stitches, before you go there, legendary DJ Stitches. So now let me ask you this. Now, when when all that came about now, what what what, what equipment was you using the to, to put your to put your to put your production together? Back then we was shit. It was it was basically pause button stuff and then uh Casio came out with a keyboard that had these pads on it you could sample on. So we got one of those and started messing with the, the, the samples. You know, learning how to just, you know, run a sample for four seconds, loop it, mm. and, and overdub it. Gotcha. You know, and then, and then rhyme over it. But, you know, uh, eventually Casio made a, a, a machine called the RZ1. Gotcha. And, um, a dude named um, Tone, Tim and Tone, TNT Productions. Tone actually had the machine. You know, he used to let us hold it. He used to let us rock on it. And, he, you know, actually, plug tuning, I want to say, was made on that initially. Okay. That Casio RZ1. Gotcha. And, um, nah. you know, we was using whatever we could. You know, one, a, 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 a dude my sister was dating had heard us and he brought his equipment to my mother's house and, and we recorded like plug tuning and a couple of other songs. I think a song called Strong Allen that we did. And um, yeah, we was just, you know, we was trying, but Mace and Paul had a connection. Gotcha. So we was like, yo, fuck this. Cause they really didn't do no parties or nothing. They were just like, okay. let's make records. And that's, that's what the design was. Let's try to make records. Now, now Paul Houston. Now, who is that gentleman? For everybody who don't know who Paul Houston is, is if I, if Paul, I said, Paul. That's Paul, Paul. Go ahead. Paul is legendary from the group Stetsasonic. He's legendary for being, you know, putting out Daylight. He's he's legendary for doing some production work. He, you know, he got his hands and stuff. He Chris Rock and all of that. But you know. Eventually, you know, we became kind of rivals, but that's how music is. Yeah, yeah, no but doubt. But it's all it, it, it's all good. But Paul Prince Paul does his thing. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, he does his thing, and and um, you know, he he heard the stuff and he gravitated towards it, and and you know, guided them to get a deal. You know, minus me. You know, gotcha. it's all good. You know. So, but, um, so now, I, so I would, in my personal opinion, I would say you're the lost member of De La Soul. Yeah, definitely, definitely, okay. gotcha. Definitely was four of us up until you know contracts and things, you know, got established. But you know that that built my drive to to prove that I, you know, could do what I had been doing already. 
Gotcha. You know, yeah. with, with other people. Made you sharpen your dots. Made you sharpen your dots up. I got and, you. and I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson. You know, I learned, I learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually learned a couple of lessons because, you know, kind of right after that, uh, MC Uptown on Tommy Boy Records. Shout out to my man, Rick. Peace, Rick. We always been, been friends no matter what, you know, went down between us. He's always been my brother. He's actually Mason's cousin. But he had a record dope on plastic, um, and it's my turn. Mm. Which I was involved in on, on Tommy Boy And um, you know Learned a lesson there too But he went on to do his thing He was on tour with Buckshot LaFont You know And on the spit game On that um, Breakfast at Denny's album I want to say um, Yeah Rick, Rick went and did his thing So from, from then on I just was like Wow Let me You know Let me keep doing it you know, let me see what I can do. Then I, I run into an MC called Finesse that actually lived across the street from True Goy. You know, did a couple of songs with him. You know, put them on college radio, you know, just off a cassette, you know, whatever show would take them. Wild Man Steve, um, you know, anything out of Delphi, you know, any of these college stations that was playing stuff. So, okay, okay. Westbury and all of that had these yeah, stations. Okay. We, we did that and I had some affiliation with um with the JBC force my man Billy Taylor Kirk Gazelle AJ AJ Rock okay yeah, out of CI out of CI my hometown Central Iceland cause I actually for one brief period went to St. John the Baptist High School oh that okay. kinda didn't that didn't work out that's a whole nother story <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I met I met Billy there and um you know, we always remain cool. And, um, you know, one of my friends was dating, you know, a chick from, from um, CI. So we kind of always ran into each other. And then next thing you know, he's like, yo, we got a record coming out. Signed the B-Boy Records. And I'm like, holy shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, yo, me and my man Finesse, man, you know, you know my situation. They're like, yeah, we know your situation. So I try to work out something. With B-Boy Records, that didn't work. Gotcha. <laughs> Obviously, that that didn't work. In the midst of all of that, like, KRS-One had kind of come out and say the problems he was having with them, and I was like, whoa. Mm, gotcha. You know, that, sound, that sounds like trouble for us, so need not go there. So, you know, me and the MC's relationship kind of dissolved after that, and... My man Dumar Israel. I bump into Dumar Israel at a party. Okay, now, invited. now is that the brother with Class A felony y'all put together? Yes. Okay. This is okay. How I meet Dumar at a party, and uh, I want to say he's battling MC Superstar from Amityville, and he wants me to DJ for him. So I cut up and teach the president for him. He does his thing. And afterwards, you know, he's like, yo, I want you to be my DJ. I'm going to get a record deal. Mm. I was like, yeah, everybody said they're going to get a record deal. I said, I'll hold you down on the DJing. But I was like, yo, I make beats, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, you make beats? I was like, yeah, I make beats. He's like, let me hear some. So the next day, we linked up. I let him hear some music. He was like, yo, I'm going to kill the world with this type of stuff. 
So we formed we form the group Class A Felony. He, ha- he actually gave me the name DJ Stitches. Prior to that, I was DJ Charlie Rock. Gotcha. And uh, he was like, nah, we need a better name than that. So we wound up getting the name Stitches. I, at first, I was like, nah, I ain't gonna call myself Stitches. He's like, I'm telling you, Stitches. It fits you and your personality. I was like, yeah, kind of. He's like, yo, you nice with your hands. I'm telling you, it's going to work. <laughs> so we use it. So we use it. You know, we we start going to uh, 1212 Studios right there off of Archer Ave, right, right behind Jamaica Ave off of Sufton. And, um, you know, we start working on stuff. We also use my man... Uh, Tony Moore studio off of, I want to say he was off of like Bombers somewhere but uh, shouts out to Tony you know our first three or four songs we ever did together was out of his studio peace to Mel Kwan funky president mm-hmm. my man uh, Lord uh, my man uh, Lamar you know, these some of the guys that was, you know, you know, holding us down back 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 when we was, you know, just, you know, getting started. You know, everybody went on to do stuff, but you know, it was good working around these cats and, and just, just knowing these dudes. But in any event, you know, you know, the powers that be, something happened, Dumas gets knocked, goes to jail for like a year and change. I'm kind of left in limbo, like, oh shit, what I'm gonna do? Gotcha. So of course, I, I, I start working with other artists. You know, uh, you know, there's a group uh, from Amityville called the Forty Dogs. You know, uh, Bobby Hodges, Brian Jackson. Okay, there's this stuff early, and um, <laughs> a dude named Chris Nicholson, DJ C High. He used to be an MC. I wound up working with him for a little bit, and um. Uh, wind up meeting you know somebody who taught me how to do most of the stuff I know how to do in the studio now one of my teachers I say my man Yon Bazon out of Firehouse Studio in Brooklyn where uh, Wu-Tang did basically all they work out of I guess Premier Gangstar was up there a little bit MC Light you know a couple couple of early heads you know early early, late, late late 80s not 90s yet like 88, 89, you know, I'm working out of there. And, um, you know, Dumar writes me a letter. <laughs> he says, yo, I got a $1,000 saved up that my mom got for when I come home. I battle any MC you got for any music you gave anybody. <laughs> mm, mm. Calling, calling yeah. cats out, testing his lyrical skills. Oh. But, oh yeah, he was very, very prowess on that and very, you know, confident. And I was like, yo, don't even worry about it. You know, I'm having problems with everybody I'm working with. You know, I guess disloyalty just is something that I guess comes with the game. You know, so let me ask you, you know, this real quick, DJ Stitches. As you just said, disloyalty comes with the game. Is that something that's just very prominent in the music industry in the black community amongst our amongst our own people? Is that like something that all the time when it comes to this hip hop shit? Because it seems well, like I, it. If you say I'll, it back I'll, then, and we into yeah, it, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The music business is worse than than being in the streets, bro. Because it, it consists of a lot of people who don't have talent. 
that just, you know, hang out with people that got the, that signed the checks. So mm-hmm. there comes the bullshit. Yeah. They need to manipulate you enough so they can get broken off mm-hmm. and ride off of you and not do nothing because they know somebody, basically. Yeah. And, and if somebody else is on back then, if somebody else is on and you not, and they say, yo, he not doing nothing for you. We can do better for you. Don't even mess with him. Come with me. You know, just to stop a movement. Yeah. And, and, you know, cats jump ship. And, and you know, leave, leave me holding the bag. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And as far as the business aspect of it, bro, it's, it's always the grimiest thing. Like, you know, these contracts that they offer cats. I mean, just, just an example. And I don't mean to be throwing no dirt, but... A while ago, when Adult Swim, you know, first was getting hot, you know, Cartoon Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I I, I tried to get them some music, you know? So they sent me a contract. <laughs> yeah, I still got the contract. If you read it, you'd be like, yeah. Man, Somebody I got to see They ass whooped. Somebody I got to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically meant, it said... Send us your music. We'll do whatever we want to with it. If we think about paying you, we not going to pay you. If we want to give it to somebody else and let somebody else play it over, we not paying you. Basically, it was just give us the music. And, you know, you figure out the rest, how to try to get money from us. But we're going to state that we're not giving you nothing. Mm. If you sign it, then, you know, that's, that's that. You know, most contractors, you know, they offer you, you know, the worst first and see if you jump for it you know and if you got a good lawyer you know some of the good lawyers you know went to school with the other good lawyers so yeah they basically negotiate for themselves to get bread for themselves yeah. leave you some money and leave you all messed up those lawyers and accountants i mean they could be worthy but most of them know how to do you so <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They know the language. They know certain things. And, they know certain. And the person they're negotiating with is their homeboy. Even though they work for different law firms, they went to school together. Basically, they hang out afterwards. So fraternity brothers say, and shit like that, frat boys yeah, and shit. A record company could say, "Yo, Marv, we, you know, tell his turn, tell your attorney, yo, Marv, we want to sign Marv for two point three. The lawyer can tell you, yo, they want to sign you for 1.9. Him and the other lawyer going to negotiate and keep the, the money that that you don't know about. <laughs> like You're going to sign the deal thinking it's good, and they already done, done hit you from the jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okie doke you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They ne- when they ever play fair with us. So you think they're going to actually play fair with us in the music business? They mm. never played fair with us, you know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. ain't like, you know, oh, he could sing, let's do him good. Nah. But, you know, as far as my endeavors, I, I you know, I, I waited for Dumar to come home. Mm-hmm. He came home. We kind of redid two of the songs that we had previously done. I, I remixed it, put different music to it. He kind of switched up some of his lyrics and some of his deliverance. And, you know, we was ready to hit the pavement and start shopping our stuff. We wind up sending it out to a couple of places because back then you could send unsolicited material. You know, at one point they stopped all that. If you didn't have nobody representing you, you couldn't send nothing. And yeah. at this point, we could. 
So we sat down to like, you know, um, um, Electra, you know, the major labels that were signing hip hop acts. Yeah, yeah, so Electra, yeah. Electra kind of hit us back and we were shocked like, whoa, this might turn into something for real. Let's, let's stay focused. And while we stay focused, I'm, I'm man Lance, Lance Steglitz from the LSD. Say, yo, you know, you know, my cousin's the 45 King. Mm. He was like, yeah, right, get out of here, stop lying, man. We here trying to get a deal with your cousin, the 45 King. Stop playing, call him right now. Mm. So we get to a phone and he calls this guy. And he goes, yeah, I speak to Mark. And I guess Mark was like, Mark speaking. He's like, yeah, this is your cousin Lance. And then you hear Mark go, This is the 45 King that produced, you know, hard. Um, it's a hard knock life. Yes, uh, Jay Z produced uh, some Eminem shit. Um, he produced, um, you know, a bunch of flavor unit stuff. The original flavor unit, um, Apache, Alyoski, Double J, uh, Marky Fresh. You know, uh, shit, he got hits all over. Lisa Stansfield been around the world, that remix. You know, Mark did his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Chill Rob G, Court is Now in Session, things like that. 
he had yeah. his run. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so for him to, to co-sign us, we were like, yeah. yes, it's time. It's time for Class A felony to come to the table. And, and right when all this was going down, his friend he went to college with, Mark's friend, Lisa Cortez, calls him and lets him know she's just been put a, you know, head of the black music department up at Mercury Records. Mm. And Mark is like, yeah, I got an act for you. She's like, yeah, because we just signed Black Sheep and Ultra Magnetic. Who you got? Mm. I got some dudes from Long Island, Class A Felony. She's like, oh, sounds intriguing. The name Class A Felony, let's see. We whipped some shit together and the rest is history. We signed a deal with Mercury Records, 1990, you know, for a little bit of bread. And, and we start working on the album instantly at Calliope Studios. Well, actually, we tried to use my man Charlie Murata. Nothing special, Charlie Murata. He's another one of my teachers, too. Okay, you know, Charlie Murata is definitely, definitely a legend, yeah. platinum engineer. Known for that yeah. EPMD, you know, for producing that EPMD. That's that analog yeah, shit for you that. young dudes yeah. out there. That's the analog yeah. age of music. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And then there was a studio on Sunrise in West Babylon, Island Media. They set up for a minute. We tried to go there, but the engineers there didn't know how to work their expensive equipment. They had a, they had like an SSL knees board, one of them automated boards that had just came out. And they didn't know how to use it. And I think that dude has some like mob ties or something. So mm. we kind of shut down for whatever reason. But we wind up working out of Calliope Studios and, um, you know, in between, you know, Black Sheep, you know, coming in doing their sessions. I guess she had Daylight doing, you know, a lot of people use that studio at that point. And, um, you know, we get the album ready to go, everything's a go, everybody's happy. And November 17th at 2.05 a.m. in the morning, some knuckleheads come up in my man's crib and tell him. Damn. Damn. Stop everything. Damn. Sorry. Stop man. everything. Stop everything, bro. Kill my man Dumas for nothing because they didn't take nothing out of his house. They left everything there. That's how I know it was, it was something that wasn't supposed to happen that happened. It wasn't. And he, whoever did it, he knew him because he had to let him. He had to let him in. He go to his window to see who it is, and then walk down the flight of stairs to open up two doors to let you in. So whatever happened up in there was friendly fire, and of course, wind up being some dudes from the hood that we know. One dude I used to run with, you know, on some coward shit, you know. So that kind of 
you know, that threw me for all types of loops, you know, 1991, you know, so I'm like, wow, what I'm going to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to do, man? I don't even know what to do. One of my closest friends is murdered. I'm helpless. I'm like a newborn right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like a newborn because I had some some personal tragedy in my life, you know, a week prior to that. You know, so that kind of... All that happening at one time. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Overwhelming to it. it, I I will say life-altering moments. That's all I could put it at. You know, experiencing death like that. You know, was life altering for me. So I paused up for a minute, but I knew I had to still keep going. Know, this, this iron was still kind of hot, and I had to, you know, do more with it. Even say, "Yo, keep doing, man. This is what we came all this way for. You can't turn your back on it." So I said, "All right, let me let me get a plan together. Let me get myself together and figure out what I could do." So the record company basically was like, "Uh." We got to go through some things, you know. Basically, here's this big ball of red tape. You can unravel it. We'll release this album. Hmm. And I became the most diligent, pain in the ass, call you every day, twice a day person to know about his project. Because they wasn't going to put it out if I didn't badger them like the way I did. Okay, now um, what was the name of this project, this album that you guys... Were? It was the same name as the group, Class A Felony. Class A Felony. So, I'm, so your homie, he called a Class A Felony, I would assume. That's where, you know, the name came from. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I mean, you know, yeah. we, 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 you know, we got some felonies, but, you know, we was, we was the Robin Hood. Gotcha. We was doing a couple of bad things so we could do one good thing. Gotcha. You know, that's that's how we looked at it. Is every song that's on that album, no matter what negativity you might hear mm-hmm. at the end, there's a cleanup and an explanation and some positivity injected into everything you just heard. So it's just you know, that's what we did. The name sounded negative, but we actually were two positive men. You know. Trying to trying to show and prove that with intelligence and a little bit of you know street connect, you could get a message across that everybody wasn't delivering at that time. You know, my man was five percent Asian, and and he believed in that shit. He walked that shit. He went to the politics. You know, he he you know picked up what he believed in in every verse, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so. You know, a lot of gods wasn't doing that. You know, a lot of gods was using the name. It sounded good, but they wasn't living that righteous life. So, you know, that's, that's you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, you know, no doubt. It, it, it made me, you know, say, all right, now I got to make a power. The record company was like, hey, how about we replace Dumar with another rapper and still call it Class A Seven? I was like, uh, let me think about that, you know? And then I was like, shit, I probably won't even have the power to pick who this rapper gonna be. Yeah, you know, yeah, they'll yeah. probably just steamroll me, you know, out of the whole situation. So I was like, nah, 
I don't think nobody could walk in my man's shoes and no one else could ever use that moniker. No one else could ever use Classic Fella. You know, no one could be Lord Dumont and DJ Stitches. It just couldn't, it wouldn't even feel the same. So, you know, I left it as that, but, you know, two, you know, a couple of the A&Rs up there, you know, you know, they, they were sympathetic for my situation. You know, they didn't treat me like an asshole, which they could have just discarded me and said, beat it, scum. So they said, look, work on some more stuff. Bring us something. Yeah, yeah. Doors open for you. Yeah. So I was like, for real? I said, yo, the door's open for you, bro. Just, just, just do it. All right. I recruit. I recruit Ron Valor from North Amityville. I recruit Eternal Intellect from North Amityville. And I recruit Pillowface from North Amityville. And he also brought in, God bless the dead, my man PhD from Brentwood. And his man Bizarre Reality, the real Bizarre Reality. This is early 90s. This ain't Eminem or nothing. This is the real Bizarre Reality from Brentwood. Hardcore spitter. So I just started getting to work. Making beats, going to the studio, making songs. See what's going to get us somewhere. I'm, I'm the Molly Mall of this right now. I'm working with four or five different acts on a regular basis trying to develop stuff. And I start developing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I start shopping stuff around. You know, I'm not really getting nowhere, but I got hot stuff. I know it's hot. So I'm like, shit, what's going to happen? My man SID, Sid Reynolds. From Wine Inch. My man. You know, him and Valor was cool. Me and him was cool. He says, yo, you know about Kendrick's breaking up with Eric B. He's looking for music right now, Stitch. I'm like, say word. I'm like, yo, tell Popo, give me a call. You know, I know I'm Miss Popo. I'm at the school. You know, I'm Miss Popo. Yeah. I'm like, yo, tell him it's me, bro. Tell him it's me from Queens. He's on. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him. So he tells him. And I see, you know, I'm having a conversation with this man. I'm like, he knew. He knew me and Dumal was doing our thing, you know, him and Dumal knew each other. And, you know, that's another story. We'll tell that story later. <laughs> I got you, I got you, I got we, you. We, 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 we link up. And I'm like, damn, I'm having problems, you know, with the stuff I got, with the artists I got, because don't nobody know this. The music itself is hot, the songs is hot, but because nobody know my artists and they just ain't rhyming like the regular artists, mm-hmm. people ain't, you know, it's hard to break stuff. You know, I like to be ahead of the curve, and I always felt I was ahead of the curve, you know, the thing. Day long, they was ahead of the curve. Mm. You know, I brainchild that a lot of that stuff. You know, we developed the shit together, but I was very influential in that stuff. But mm. in any event, so I say, you know what? I'm gonna let Rock Cameron hear some of the beats that I got songs with. I'm gonna just let him hear the instrumentals of some of these other songs. He hears them, it's like, yo, this is dope. I want this one, I want that one. I'm like, what? I'm like, shit, I go home, I break the news to some of the dudes, like, yo, Rakim want this beat, he want this beat, I gotta take you off these songs, bro. It's about money right now. Yeah, 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 get into that bag, gotta get to that bag. Yeah, Yeah, niggas need that cash, I ain't mad at you. You know, 
it kind of, it, well, see how you not mad at me, but, you know, it kills a little morale for the team. And I'm like, yo, bro, we got this situation with Mercury, and I'm trying, if I can work this with Rock Him, if I can get my name on a Rock Him record, you know, the game is open, bro. We good. Get that production credit. Everybody. Yeah, get that's that production credit. That's what I'm what I'm trying to do, but you know, cats was a little, you know, whatever. They, they, they couldn't understand it. I'm like, yo, I got a family, bro. <laughs> I, you know, I got a family, so let's just pause up, let's get it right. So, in between that, Mercury, my man Kenyatta Bell, shouts out to Kenyatta Bell. He's always trying to look out for me. They're giving him a project, it's gonna be a compilation. It's got Yak Food Front, Nefertiti. MC named Threat from the West Coast. You know, a couple of artists that Mercury had and was thinking about signing, whatever. He calls me and says, yo, send me some. I send him a couple of songs. There's a song called Radiate the Earth with, with Ron Valor and Eternal Intellect on it. Hmm. He's like, yo, I want that song. I'll give you like 10 stacks for it. You know, whatever. Let's just get it done. I'm like, yo, so let it be written. So let it be done. I go tell these guys, yo, know, just the deal. It's four song, it's a single deal. Cut and dry. You don't even need no lawyer to unravel what we doing. It's real simple. Yeah. They want they wanted to lawyer up. I understand, but you know, like I said, I was delivering the deal to them. It wasn't like nobody else was bringing nothing. So in any event, they waited too late. Deal got killed. But everybody who received for it got to keep the money and their song. So <laughs> it was a win-win. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He was involved. But so big old, you know, 10 grand out that I didn't get to see. Well, actually it would have been four grand. Yeah. I was going to get four, get each of them two, and then lead two to re-record because the song was already recorded. But, mm. you know, whatever, everybody started... Well, not everybody. Other people started counting people's money and wondering why this was this and that was that. So, poof, made things, you know, a little it complicated more situations. Complicated yeah, situations. It just, yeah, it just started just making me think, like, wow, I'm doing all this shit in pain. Mm. You know, I'm, 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 I'm negating myself to try to help other people. They don't have my best interest at their heart. So, hmm, all right, what I'm going to do? No. It's a lesson uh, I yeah. learned in life about money as we, as we talk about money, currency, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, this saying that my father says. Greed is, the, is a disease of the, of the small. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Small people, you know what I'm saying, think small. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit is yeah, a disease. Well, for the moment. Part, a part-time thing, a part-time move, man. That, that's what kind of turned me off. You know, my man Brillo, Brillo Face, you know, he, he always remained loyal. Valor, uh, he remained loyal up until, you know, someone decided to help me start a label and I invested a bunch of more time and money in them and then he abandoned me mm. and, and went and did the Prince Among Thieves project with Paul Houston. Gotcha. You know, I which, gotcha. Um, 
And listen, y'all, we do call, we do call, we do call you out by your government here on the Money Marv Report, because that's what I do, and that's the way that we oh. give it up, and yeah. you know what I'm saying, and if you don't motherfucking like it, oh motherfucking well, it is what it is, because you ain't going to do nothing about it anyway, you're just going to be like, oh, all right, that's how it is. <laughs> DJ Stitches tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's the nice guy. Stitches is the nice guy. Except when it comes to battling. But we'll get to that battle shit. <laughs> but, uh, we, um, you know, I wind up, you know, starting my own label, you know, with the help of my man, Bill Lawson. God bless the dad, Bill. You know, he passed away. But, you know, he, he believed in, in, in what I was doing for a moment. So, some other people got their tentacles in him and he just it, it was too much you know he was going through some medical issues and you know they were trying to suck him dry financially I was like look man I'm trying to help you they trying to destroy everything me and you talked about what are we going to do he's like well you know I'm, I'm going to just give you some money to let you do your first presses and 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 you know I'm gonna start my own thing over here with them. I was like, for real? I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know, yeah, just basically, yeah. you know. I, but I'm like, all right. You know what? I got enough right now to do and prove. So I took Valor's record. I paid him a thousand bucks, bought him out. You know, hit him with a work for hire agreement, and and um pressed up his records, these are the days in top MC. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And okay. With, with, with no cover, just a nice label on the record itself, I wind up getting distribution with Bad Beats, Unique, mm. Land Speed, you know, I, I went through the, the, you know, I went through the chain of command with it. Gotcha. And, you know, got rid of records. Started understanding how to hook sell my own records to these, you know, mom and pop stores or some of these distributors, you know? Mm. So, you know, I got off some from some, some guerrilla marketing. I call a store for two weeks and have different people call the store for two weeks asking for a record that I know they don't have. Mm. And then I pull up and say, yo, hey, I'm DJ Stitches from Waxworks. I got a record called These Are The Days. And they like, you know, somebody called here asking about that, right? You got it on you. Let me hear it. All right, hold, hold up, sisters. Hold up. You you gave up too much. You you gave up too much. You gave up too much game right now. You gave up too much game for these cats. They ain't need to know all that. They they, they don't understand well, that science, but I get it. We... That's, 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 that's an old school technique. It's hard to do that right now because ain't no mom and pops right there. And now you can just make a song and put it on the internet and pay to have it spread all over the place like a virus. But, you know, back then, you had to get smart and be a little cagey with these dudes. So, you know, I get to play my record right in the store right then and there. And anybody, any DJ who's ever in the store gonna say, what's that? I guarantee you. And they was like, well, put it on. And sure enough, yo, what's mm. that? You got that? Yo, I got six boxes in my car right now. Give me half the money now. Come back when it's gone. 
Mm. There it was. I'm running run around everywhere with records in my car and cassettes. I'm running around with records and cassettes in my car. It wasn't even CDs per se yet. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It was, yeah. but it wasn't. See, CDs was the high end. Like, yo, you spent some money. You know, I had I had a shoestring budget, so... You know, I had to miss a couple of eyes on my on, on my sneakers. You know, <laughs> yeah. but I still tied them up. Yeah, know? yeah, no doubt, no doubt, but, no uh, doubt. You you stay consistent you know, and persistent with what your objective was. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. get your music out. I got you. I got you. I had, you know, I, I kind of was in another hard place because my backer kind of like backed out on me. But he let me, you know, get those first initial records pressed, which I believe I pressed up like 4,500 copies, mm. which, you know, in weight coming from California wind up cost me another two grand in delivery, which I didn't factor in. <laughs> mm. Yeah, my, my ex called me from work and was like, yeah, you got a delivery here for some records. I'm like, yeah, I just tell them to leave them on the side of the house. She's like, no, it's a whole pallet. Of records. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! He said a pallet. He, he didn't say like. He didn't say four or five boxes or ten boxes. Nah, he said a pallet. Nah, yeah, that's one thing. Me trying to wear all the hats and get all that stuff together. I kind of didn't because I was gonna use Europa disc right in Long Island City, mm. but I got a cheaper price at this place called Erica Records in California. Mm. But I wind up paying the same because of the shipping and the weight from California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of duped yourself a little bit, a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but it worked. It worked out good because you know why? Why I could control, you know, where the records is going and all the money coming right back. Mm. I got it's you. Not a bad. It's not a bad deal. So you figure at that point. I guess I was selling the 12 inch for three dollars. Mm. So yeah, 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 box yeah. Of 50, you know they got they getting them boxes of 50. So I'm I'm like, yo, all right, let's let's rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? no doubt. Yeah, let's yeah, rock. yeah. That's all. All I wanted to do was make that bread back. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, any money that I had put out, you know, that that dude has set up for me to to, to spend, you know, I, I made sure I made that shit back. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. From, yeah. From from then on, you know, I you know I did that move, and you know I wind up out of that that Prince Amongst Thieves slash Horror City, you know whatever they was calling that at that point. I met you know my like one of my closest friends right now, named Joe Buck, Joseph Buckingham, one of the illest graphic artists to ever. You know, shit. Not even just a graphic artist. He does freehand. He does painting. He does. He does everything. Go check him out. Hollispark.com. He's got some some paintings and everything. But he did a bunch of Daylight covers. And I want to say he did some Camp Low stuff. He did a bunch of covers. But he wound up doing the artwork for the Prince Amongst Thieves. Mm, okay, so, okay. Um, we meet. You know, he comes to my house. And and I'm like, yeah, who are you? It's like, yo, Valor sent me here. I'm like, oh, this guy Valor always sending people to my house. You know, I mean, he just closed my door. Like, yeah, this guy don't even call me and tell me who coming to my house. Blah blah blah. blah. 
she was like, yo, you supposed to pick out some artwork for this, this Horror City thing. I'm like, I'm supposed to pick out artwork? I'm not even involved in this shit. I'm saying, yo, for laws on it, which they didn't even want him to be on it at first, and then he gets on it, and they, you know, they're best friends, but whatever. So, so, you know, me and Joe Buck start talking, you know, you know, he wind up knowing some dudes that I know from Queens. Mm. And, you know, we just wind up building and talking and, you know, just wind up becoming real good friends. I mean, he basically does all my artwork, all my covers. You know, we've been in a couple of ventures together. And in these, some of these ventures, we meet John Sheck from Game Recordings in like 99, 98. Gotcha. You know, he, he's got Royster 59, Eminem, you know, Bad Meets Evil. He got Blase Blah. And I got an artist called Illicoin from Uptown that I've been working with. Got a couple of things on the internet. This is early internet, man. This is before cats even know how what Flash was. You know, my man Joe Buck was working in Flash and mm-hmm. having animation in his, on his website and shit. So, yeah. you know, John is in Japan, I guess, somewhere. And I guess Joe... Rap Network, that's what it was. I want to say they shared an office with, I guess, Flex, uh, Flex and, 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 and um, Stretch Armstrong were doing a show out of there. They like shared some office spot, but it was all music related. But John had heard one of Illicorn's songs, and he's like, yo, when I get back to the stage, I need to talk to these guys. They sound like something I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm like, what? Let's go. Let's go. So before I bring coin up there, you know, because I know how rappers get sometimes, they do everything in reverse. So, you know, <laughs> I, you know they do everything in reverse. And once, once they think it's, it's supposed to be, they go totally reverse. So in any event, I go and talk with Shaq, you know, kind of feel him out, you know, see what he tried to do. I see what he is doing. You know, he got the game girl. You know, he was actually trying to start start a, a, a like a short eye magazine with all those chicks and then just wind up putting them on the covers in provocative poses you know oh okay you okay know, you know you know because all those covers the chicks is on their damn near butt neck yeah know, every one of those covers from game recordings at that point had a chick on there so you know he wanted to do a deal with us mm. i'm like fine let's let's do a deal you know, we, you know, my man Coin, he fucks with Black Rob and, and, and an MC named Lava back then. Uh-huh. They wind up doing a song called By a Stranger. Ayatollah produced it. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, fuck it. Ayatollah got a name right now. Do the song. Do the song. I guess on the back of that, because uh, I want to say it was, uh, what the fuck was the name of that label Matt Fingers had? Buck 50 or something like that. With mm-hmm. any event, it had 50 Cent and I guess P. Dap on the other side. Yeah. So they put that single out and it does well. So we like, yo, John, let's do that three song single shit that you've been doing with everybody else. We mm-hmm. like, fine, let's do it. So we wind up, you know, doing it. The artist, Coin, winds up, you know, start doing shit backwards. You know, he wants Easy Moby and he wants this other producer. I'm like, yo, bro, I hooked this up. Let me just, let's eat first. Uh-huh. Let me start calling in 
before you start calling in people, let's get the killing first, lock it down, mm-hmm. and get it right. This mm-hmm. shit can go places. John's doing something. You know, it got a lot of things going on. You know, he used to be in a source magazine. Yeah. You know, and David Mayers was calling him when they split Source Magazine. That's what he started doing. So I'm like, yo, this is good. He loves us. Don't fuck this up. Mm. Now yeah. Ayatollah, now the, the 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 producer Ayatollah, did he produce the record My Um My Life with Styles P and Farrell March? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the same dude. All right, all right, all right, okay. I'm just making sure you know that I'm you know I'm correct, you know, because I'm a producer yeah. guy myself. You know, I hear yeah, these names right. and I hear they work, but I don't know if it's really you know these pre- people really exist. But okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Nah, I, I told her he's, he's, he's a dude like me, man. You know, malmanaged. Don't don't be trying to, you know, you try to get it on your own merit, man. And some of these dudes be wanting to sum you. You know, some of these dudes be just wanting to just you to be under them for whatever reason. Mm. Instead of saying, you know what? I see how this guy can do it. Let me just, let me set it up so I can eat off of him a little bit, but not negate his movements and hold him down. Even if he's gonna outshine me, at least I know I brought something else that could do more than me. You know, and, and, and you know that's how I kind of felt like with, with the Daylight situation. Even though you know we broke, you know we broke up, I was kind of bitter. You know, I was kind of mad for them to you know to have such success off the shit that I really was involved in to get zero credit. Yeah, I was a little pissed. So now, so now, as you as you bring as we mentioned, as you bring back up Dayline, you're not getting credit, and I feel like that's the for this was the narrative of my interview for you to talk about these things, and now I'm just gonna jump off that real quick. Now Dayline, they didn't give you credit. Now, they, now they did because I never hear them ever mention you in any of the music, and I'm not questioning questioning you at all. Maybe, maybe in two interviews they mentioned me. I want to say a Jimmy Kimmel one. Guess he asked him, "Was there ever any other member?" And it was like, "Yeah, Charlie Rock." Oh, okay. They didn't say, they didn't say DJ Stitches because don't really nobody in the industry know me as Charlie Rock. They just know me as Stitches. But gotcha. In any event, and I guess in another interview, because I, I want to say Jimmy Kimmel or somebody or Jimmy Fallon, one of those shows, because my aunt called me. Mm. Like, those guys, they all that used to come to your mother's house. Yeah. I was like, wow, after X amount of years. After, after like 20 years in the fucking business. I got you, I got yeah. you. I mean, I, I just feel that, you know, the way that that stuff was birthed, regardless of what wound up being on paper, you know, the way shit was, if it was the opposite, if one of them had not, you know, signed and I was in the group, that next, that person would have got put on next, because that's what it was about—putting other people on that had talent. It Definitely. wasn't about yo, know, we in close the door on people. It's like nah, mm-hmm. me and Dumas, you know, we 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 did me big ball and stole to get the fuck what we got, bro. So, Nobody would try to help us in none of our situations, but nothing. And we was trying not to mm-hmm. turn back to the streets to get to where we was trying to go. So, so, so basically, it's a fair assessment to say that you know they played you in the long run. They played you, but see, I'm gonna say this, karma, cause see, 
they didn't they didn't give you any credit in the earlier stuff, but all that earlier stuff they made they 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 were successful with that. And now look at the yeah. situation that they going through 2019, 2020 trying to trying to get ownership of the intellectual property. And and and, and that's unfortunate and you know it's crazy cuz you know my man Joe Buck that I mentioned he knew Mason them before he knew me. He'd been on tour with them and all of that. He met me after he had the relationships with them. So he still, you know, talks with them. You know, and, you know, he you know, they know he messes with me. So me and Mace Mace is my you know, this is my brother, bro. Like we came up like, yo, this is my little brother. This any, any static he had in the street, whatever, I ever fear to hold him down. Whatever situation. You know, because that's you know that that's that's how it was. So I kind of felt like, yo, bro, thought we was friends before anything else. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, but, yeah. You know, sometimes you know, uh, you know, my mom, you know, always was telling me it that whole time. Something don't feel right, Chucky. You know, that's what my parents call me, Chucky. Yeah. You know, she's like, something ain't right. She, I was like, nah, ma, these my friends. Everything, you know, everything mm. go. We gonna do it. Next thing you know. Mm. Platooning in mind in the in in the in the early stages of it when they were out and getting notoriety, I just bit the bullet and was like, fuck it. These is my mans. They got it. I'm not worried. I know they're gonna put me on. How could they not? Yeah. I'm yeah. at this first show. You know, I'm screaming the loudest. You know, me me and DMC from Run DMC, we had a stare off. At one of their shows, it must have been somewhere like the Milky Way or somewhere. He probably don't even remember this shit, but I remember it because it was DMC. <laughs> <laughs> me, my, 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 um, my man Tim, my man Mac Daddy Tim is <clears throat> mm. my god brother Daryl from, from the Bronx. He meets me out there. You know, and I want to say I had my 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 ex, my first baby mama out there before we was, you know, before we had kids. But in any event, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs for these dudes. You know, I'm six five. You know, I'm I'm elbowing cats, whatever, five by five, and I elbow DMC, and he turns around and looks at me. He got on a pair of thick glasses, and I got on a pair of thick glasses. I just look at him. I'm like, yo, pardon me, man. Those are my dudes right there, man. Those are my boys right there. He looks, he smiles, he turns around, and I start cheering these dudes yeah. off. And, and, and I'm, let me let me let me just chime in real quick, DJ Stitches. I don't mean to cut you off. Listen, y'all, this is not a diss to De La Soul. We not dissing De La Soul. I don't want people to take this take this hip hop conversation the wrong way that we dissing De La Soul. The brother's not dissing De La. I'm not dissing De La. I just have to put that out there so when people hear this on the various different platforms, we not dissing De La Soul. We're just saying how it got started and you know the foundation of it. Just so everybody know, and I'm going to say this right now, there's no disrespect to nobody who, who I'm speaking on. I'm just kind of giving my view of yeah, the situation you know. that I I was involved in. And just so the record goes, goes to state, shouts out to De La Soul. Shouts out to True Boy, Pasta News, my man P.A. Mace. We was brothers, bro. It's nothing personal. And just so everybody know, because this ain't my first interview, 
some of my interviews, yes, I did go hard at them. You know. But some me and Mace have talked since, since those interviews. I got you. You because we met. You know, and that's what men do. We talk. Our sons is they're their best friends. You know. So, so you know, we yeah. always have to have a certain level of respect for you know, yeah. situation, but you know, this is hip hop. I am fucking DJ Stitches. I come a little competitive and I talk a little rough sometimes. You know. Some people just that's just my persona. No you doubt, know, no doubt. You know, I just wanted to just to chime in and say that because yeah. you know, I don't I don't want people to think that, you know, we throwing daggers at Prince nah. Paul. Cause I seen Prince Paul nah. just recently, you know, some months back. You know what I'm saying? At yep. at the Nassau Coliseum with his daughter with the at the Long Island okay. Nets game. You know what I'm saying? Because I want I wanna say his son was DJ for little Uzi or one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, yeah, but no, yo, no disrespect. And like I tell most of the fans, you can't judge from your fan bases because if you don't know these guys, you didn't go to school with us or whatever, you wouldn't really, you know, I, I, you wouldn't have insight on what I'm saying. You know, so, you know, yeah, yeah, and that, that's all. That's all I wanted to say, black man. You know what I'm saying? I just want people to know that we're not dissing these individuals. We're not trying to, you know, shit on nobody. They all. This man is a legend. Prince Paul is a legend. Each individual, we all, a day we all from the same hood. Amityville birthed a lot of talent. You know, Amityville had a lot of talent. Wyandanche had a lot of talent. Central Iceland, Brentwood, Long Island dominated hip hop for one period at a time. Definitely, we definitely dominated it. We had all the acts from Rock Kim, EPMD, Keith Murray, K Solo, JVC Force, Daylight, PE, Granddaddy IU. You know, punk bar barriers, dismasters, you know, all it, it, we, we had this shit for a minute. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely, we had definitely. It for a minute. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad to have done my part in it, whether how small or minute some might think it is, but I figure like this. You know, if you care and know where that, where that shit came from, where it birthed from, a lot of that people don't understand. Like, I've done a lot of music, I've done a music in a lot of places. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Start with hip hop, you know. After the illicorn stuff with game, I wind up doing like an off throwaway play, you know, that involves some hip hop. They needed some hip hop musical scores, so shout out to my man Cedar Architect. Cedar Architect put me onto that. Met me on a train one day, agitated me, and wind up getting me some bread out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. That's just how fate is. You know, I'm minding my business on the train and, 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 and the dude's looking at me and I'm looking at him like, yeah, why is this dude keep looking at me? And that's what I'm about to say to him. Like, yo, why is you looking at me, son? And he's like, yeah, I was looking at that. I had a mini disc. You know, that's a mini disc. You know, most people didn't know what a mini disc was. He's like, what's that? I said, it's a mini disc. And I showed him, he's like, yo, that's with how much sound, how much, you know, space you got on. I was like, it's the same as a a regular CD or whatever. He's like, what you listening to? It's like, I listen to some beats on me. He's like, where are you? You make beats? He's like, yeah. He's like, yo, I just got a job writing some raps for a Broadway thing. I need a hip-hop producer. Mm. I said, well, guess what? Have a, have a seat next to me. My name is Stitches. What are we talking about? And 
you know, within a week's time, I'm up at, 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 a, at a dance studio for like 36 in, in, in Manhattan and talking to these people. They need seven pieces of music and we need to negotiate some money. And, and I said, I'll be back in three days. <laughs> I took off work for three days and put together some music. And they wound up picking up seven pieces of music, and I was like, yo, my name is, your name is going to be in the bill and everything. Don't worry, we got you. We just need you to come here, you know, every other day or whatever it was, you know, to play your music when it's time to play your music. I was like, all right, shit. Mm. I'm up here one day sitting next to Vanessa Williams, kicking it with her. Mm. She's looking at me like, what are you doing up here? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing some music over here in this room over there. I'm just like, oh, really? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Mm. Ray J and Maya up in there, you know. Besides, you know, being humble, a lot of people be thinking, you know, oh, they just don't do nothing. He always messing up his deal. Nah, bro, I just go. But I don't do what everybody else do. No. If it ain't on my if it ain't on my merit and we don't see eye to eye or something, it ain't getting done. So now I hear you got a competitive nature, you know, because I, you know, I'm a competitive type of guy myself. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's on the basketball court, whether it was in the boxing ring, you know what I'm saying? I've always been a competitive type of guy, and I'm still that way. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, you know, and I'm gonna shout this brother out because when I posted the promo flyer for the interview. Shout out to Daryl Chill Mitchell. He definitely liked it on the gram, so I'm going to shout him out. He liked the promo flyer for this interview. So shout out to Chill, group from Groovy Chill. Now, yes, sir. Shout, shout out to my man Chill. I actually spoke with him earlier this week, so definitely... Shout out to my man Chili Dogs. Now, we go, we go back. Now, <laughs> one of now one of Chili Dogs' counterparts. You know what I'm saying? You know, from the B, from the Groovy Chill individual. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Now, how did y'all two come into this? You know what I'm saying? This DJ battle. Like, how did that begin? Now, was it? You know what I mean? Like, you call? Did you call him out? Uh, or he called you out. Well, obviously, I, I called him out. Gotcha. I mean, it was like this. There's, 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 there's a DJ community. We kind of all know each other. You know, DJ Bilal, DJ Chaos. Shouts out to my man, DJ Chaos. Um, you know, the Untouchables. You know, you got a bunch. You know, we've been doing it for a minute. Some of us. Bilal been spinning for a minute. And... Me and Fred always just, you know, we we competitive, man. I've, I've been, you know, on the battle circuits and a lot of these battles, plays, battles, starter battle, Gemini battle. You know, I put myself, you know, on the on the hot seat and say, yo, I'm challenging myself by challenging other DJs, which is what you're supposed to do to stay sharp. So, for me, there's different phases of DJing. There's the party rocking. There's the radio playing. There's the mix thing and then there's this thing called blend so with blend I I profess myself to be you know uh, in the top fucking five for DJs who do it now other DJs do it depending on how well they do it you might get an applause but some of these guys don't so there comes in 
how they to battle somebody because everybody keeps saying they the best at this, but you've never been challenged. Gotcha. So if everybody's saying your stuff is hot and I'm disagreeing, then we need to, you know, I need to come and bring what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do it. So initially, because I ain't, I'm not a social media, you know, dude that, you know, I don't live on that shit like that. So I have seen one of his posts and then commented and then reposted and was like, you know what, man, I need to do something. I was bored. It was quarantine. I was like, yeah, let's do something. I said, fuck it. I challenged DJ Bilal to his fast. You know, and I didn't know that if he's not following me or whatever thing, he didn't see it. But we got common people that I've been telling, yo, tell this dude I want to battle him. Let's do something. Let's, you know. So the common person was telling me they were telling him, but obviously they wasn't delivering the message. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, whatever it may be, it didn't, he, he didn't get it right he away. He winds up, you know, seeing that I want to battle him. And, you know, you know, he does what anybody was supposed to do. What you challenging me? Let's get it on. That's what you're supposed to do. Fine. I don't care whatever he talked, all that. That's all cool and dandy because that's what you're supposed to do. This a DJ battle. This any battle. This any bit. Muhammad Ali talked mad shit till he got in the ring and it was Sean Poon time. Regardless of what he said, he backed up basically all of it most of the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you take it out. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And what happened with me and Bilal, what happened now, all right, he agrees to do it. I'm like, fine, we're going to do it, bro. Let's set it up so we don't look like, you know, previously, I guess it was Teddy Riley and Babyface. You know, they was having technical difficulties and all that stuff. I was like, yo, we both got eye rigs. Let's just, you know, run through it. You know, make sure our connect is good. This is a week prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You pre- th- that, that don't happen. He just hits me a thing that says, yo, I'll set up a page. You're the administrator. I'm like... What the fuck that means? I don't know what that means. So I go to it. I look at it. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm thinking, you know, I go live, and then you know, I just hit a button that send me to that page, and everything is everything. Yeah. But, but now this this is like Tuesday. So Wednesday and Thursday, I hit him with a message again, leaving my phone number. Like, yo, get at me, bro. Don't don't take this other shit personal. Don't take what you hear me say, and I ain't taking what you hear me say personal, but let's get the technical down. Let's make sure we get the people what they, what we, you know, you know, amping them up to see, make sure it's right. Yeah, Don't yeah. disappoint nobody. You know, he, he, he strategically deleted those messages, but I got them in my phone. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Here, here, here comes Saturday at 2.50. This guy called me. I'm like, word. All right, what we got to do? All right, tell me, yo, there's somebody, somebody else is going to, you just go live and someone else is, is grabbing what you're doing and putting it on the page. I'm like, all right, fine. Obviously, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I'm like, fuck it. You see me, I'm a little agitated or whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, I wasn't even going to play no music. I was so... You know, it got me a little agitated because I was really psyched to get in and just do what I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I just wind up doing one of my sets 
And then, you know, it wind up going the way it goes. But then, you know, he's talking all this slobbage about, yo, you playing pre-mix stuff and this, this. And all I was like, yo, all you had to do was call me and tell me how you want to do it. Because you know everything that you're hearing was actually done the way it was supposed to be done. So then it's no biggie, me doing it live. Yeah. But then, I know you got pre-recorded stuff. So just play your pre-recorded stuff. When you trying to, you know, call some... You know, some Donald Trump thing. It's fixed and he's not doing it right. You know, some nonsense. So I just did my set. Acting like a bitch. Basically acting like a bitch. On some real shit. I went back and listened to his sets. Mm-hmm. Whoever thinks he won that battle, despite whatever technical difficulties I had, whatever mistakes I made, if you go and go mix for mix, Ooh, it was like a nuclear disaster over there. I destroyed him. I sidegunned him. Was, you know, and, and mind you, I'm willing to do it again live. Any rules that he wants, I'm willing to do it again. Mm. But I don't think he's willing to do it again. I guess, you know, like I said initially, you know, he had to get to the Wizard of Oz to get him a little bit of courage just to even do what he did. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm on to the next thing. You know, there's a couple of cats in there talking kind of crazy in there that got sets that, you know, might want to get a little, you know, bit from the plastic surgeon. Because, like I'm telling the blend thing, that's something I love to do. Mm-hmm. But got other stuff that, that having a routine that got your name in it, that's destroying you with some beat juggling and some scratching and, you know, a, 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 a battle routine. Yeah. I, I got some tight ones. That's all I was about to tell you You know, I'm, me, and, me, me and my man Chaos, we about to start displaying, you know, what we know how to do and what these other dudes don't know how to do. Because I saw one dude talking about scratching. I'm like, yo, bro, you can't, you can't. That's mm-hmm. not my fault. Go to, go to the Scratch Academy and learn. <laughs> you got a problem with it. You know, I never had to go. No one, no one taught me none of the things I know, bro. I learned hands-on and myself. You know, and, and as you say that too, you know, same thing for me, you know. I make beats. I rhyme too. All this shit, I'm self-taught. You know what I'm saying? I'm producing I'm producing a podcast on a weekly basis. You know what I'm saying? With instrumentals in the background and all this other shit. So, you know, and my, I, and my that's, thing is, if you want to learn to be nice with, with basketball and know how to dribble that shit all through the everywhere, you walk with that shit every day. It becomes you. You want to learn to scratch, you put the time in. It's called man out. You want to be a bricklayer? Before you become a journeyman, you got to be an apprentice. You got to put your man hours in. So for anybody out there that's, you know, oh, he's doing all that scratching. Yeah, because guess what? I've been doing this shit for years. I should be able to scratch like that. I should be able to get on and do what I do. But I'm still from the era where if you talk and then you want some smoke, there will be a four alarm blaze at your door. Mm. That, 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 that. I'm old school with it, bro. I'm mm. old school. We can do it any way they want to do it. So, but I, 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 I say I'm, I'm a way better producer. Mm. And DJ, I'm nice as hell in DJ. So I, I, I think I'm a way better producer, songmaker. You know, not just a beat maker. Producer is. I got a lot to do with more than just making the beat. Most of the songs that I got, I'm on them. You know, mm-hmm. vocally, 
you know, I have something to do with a little bit of the writing. Just, you know, just making it what it's supposed to not, I make it a song. So you got lyrics, we got, I got a beat, and I'm going to make a song out of it. I mean, everything that drops, the arrangement, all that stuff, that's what a producer does. You know, some stuff is a little extra, you take it out. Yeah, some yeah. Some sound better without it. You just got to learn, you got to have an ear and learn how to work with people's voices and, and get the best out of them and know how to craft songs together. Definitely, 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 That's definitely. what I think I'm, I'm good at. Like, yeah. I, I, I sent you a bunch of songs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely got them, definitely got them. I definitely got them, you, you know, know what I'm saying? That's just, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of the library from that, you know, from the errors we're talking about. Some, you know, some a little more current than others. Yeah, yeah, you know, that joint mastermind. With tragedy, Gaddafi, and apathy. Oh, okay. And the, mm-hmm. Yeah, I played that earlier in the broadcast. Yeah, that's okay. that's fire right there. That that's definitely fire right there. Straight raw hip hop. Shout out to Traj. Shout out to Stitches, man, for doing the cuts on that. On that, definitely. Shout out to my man BP. My man BP is. Oof, he's, he's, a, he's a beast you know, on the beat. You know, um, you you know, and I definitely love. The stuff that I got from you, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going, you know, I ain't going to play it all because, you know what I mean? But I definitely, definitely, definitely went through that. Nah, and I definitely... I, that's why I just gave you a post to let you pick what you want to play out of them. And, you know, yeah, yeah. So I, was, I meant to get into you earlier so, you know, you, you know. can ingest it more, but, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You know. It was definitely, it was definitely dope having this hip hop conversation with you about, you know, your experiences in the music industry and the various things that you've done. I'm sure you've done a whole lot of things. We won't, we, you know, what I'm oh, saying we gonna have to cover. We, we only took, yeah, we only took half the journey. I kind of stopped in 2000. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, and you know what I'm saying. I'm definitely, we definitely gonna get a part two to this with DJ Stitches, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm on a bit of a timeline. I'm working. I'm, yes, wor- I'm, I'm working. You know, I'm working right after I get done with, with this with DJ Stitches. I got some other shit to do. So, you know what I mean? We definitely going to set up a part two with DJ Stitches and talk about the millennial era of his career because I think that's important in prominence to who he is as an artist as a producer and as a as a man as well yeah and i, I can bring y'all up to date on the current stuff i'm involved in you right know. now you know some 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 heavy hitting names in there that cats don't even know but that's what we keep the cat in the bag until it's time for him to go meow uh-huh. <laughs> definitely 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 that's it you know but uh let's let I everybody know when it huh go ahead brother I said, I appreciate you reaching out to me, getting me on here. Let me, you know, verbalize with you guys a little bit. Let y'all hear my little stories or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's all good, man. It's much love and respect with you, Mark. Now, always, my brother, always, since the first time you invited me into your home. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. You know what I mean? And, you know, I didn't get to link back with you because I just had a lot of other things going on. But that's a conversation we'll talk about man to man. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was never no, 
it was never no no personal with you it was just some things personally with me that just had me you know tied up you know what i'm saying you know how it is i understand it's called life you know what i'm saying let everybody know what your social media is on where they can find you if they want to get some of your production where can they find some of your stuff just let let everybody know where all that stuff is Okay, well, my social media, my IG is the real DJ Stitches, and uh, I guess you can get a lot of my stuff at Bandcamp slash DJ Stitches, and anything that I have out is on all platforms, so you can just type in. Actually, I got a project out right now, Instrumentals, called The Reinvention. And that's on, you know, iTunes, titles, you know, all the whole, it's, it's everywhere. Gotcha. So if gotcha. you're looking for it, just type in DJ Stitches, it'll start pulling stuff in from everywhere. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what some of my man does. He's like, man, I just type in your name. Definitely, y'all. I'm going to keep DJ Stitches on the line. This is my quote of the day, my quote of the evening, my quote of the night. Folks, please decrease the apathy, increase the consciousness. Peace and love. That's my time. And we will get with y'all next week on the next one, y'all. God bless to all DJ Stitches. It was an honor and a pleasure, man. Keep in touch. Yes, Don't sir. be a stranger. We definitely going to finish up the part two to this very soon. Okay. Thank you for having me. And, and shout out to the world out there. Everybody, you know, just focus on unity. Definitely. Peace, my all brother. Right? <laughs> yes, sir. Peace. All right.